0: Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode.
1: It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Robert Kuhn, I'm the host of Destination Retirement, which is this radio show that you're listening to. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, thank you. Either way, if you find value in the show and anything that I say resonates with you and you would like to share that with somebody, we would greatly appreciate it. I think now more than ever, people are concerned, people are scared. There are a tremendous amount of what ifs, unknowns, things that, um, you know, conventional uh, thoughts are being challenged. So if you could visit the website at KUHNCP.com, click on the radio link and share that link with somebody who needs to hear it. Again, we would greatly appreciate it. A couple of things on Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Our job is to provide a profoundly different wealth management experience. Wealth is individualized. It doesn't matter how much money you have. We think that ultimately you're wealthy. Unfortunately, people, a tremendous amount of people have been disappointed uh, with the results of their portfolio here recently. So it is keeping us very busy. People uh, have questions. I'm so happy that... uh, Uh, People are questioning uh, just investment choices by advisors, or if you're managing the money on your own, questioning kind of your thoughts and processes. uh, Now is the time to do it. Uh, People believe that, you know, the bottom is in. Um, Some people believe like uh, that rather, but I'm not sure that's the case. Many people think we could see another 10 to 15% on the downside, and there just is a lot of uncertainty. So, Any questions you have, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. If you call Paige, uh, you can reach us at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to talk. Um, Or again, you can visit the website, KUHNCP.com. So a lot to get to this week. We're going to talk about the Fed. Are they going to... Kill the stock market, we're going to talk about buy and hold myths and how don't miss the 20 best trading days. Have we reached capitulation? How to calculate your magic number? How to defend your magic number? So we have a lot to get to. So, you know, I think when it comes to investing, uh, people are concerned. People are worried. Uh, My job, uh, you know, uh, I think anytime we're really the job of anybody who's providing financial advice is to educate and uh, try to allow clients a, a full understanding or potential clients a full understanding of what the major risks inside of their portfolio are. So I understand that things are individualized, but we have to look at facts over feelings. And that's why I believe the best investment is a data-driven investment strategy. Uh, that's just simply you know, the way that we uh, have always looked at the market because the reality is you can be both a bull and a bear uh, at the same time. So I think the job of an advisor is to identify your individual risks. Uh, Some risks are universal, I think, amongst retirees or those within 5 to 10 to 15 years to retirement, but then everybody has individualized risks. And I think the job of an advisor is to make sure that once those risks are identified, then we want to make sure we're doing all that we can to hedge against those risks because now is not the time to not be 100 percent certain that those risks whether it's outliving um, your assets or if it's generating you know an income stream stream that is maximized or if it's you know making sure that the assets that you have now are passed on to future generations in the most tax efficient way I mean there's so many different risks everybody shares uh, you know pretty much you know a handful of the same risks but the job of an advisor is to truly say okay well here are your risks here are the the uh, risks to those risks that could obviously disrupt your retirement plan or create sleepless nights and then here's how we're ultimately going to hedge against those risks so it's really simple if you think about it, you know, your investments, um, you know, are they being managed uh, to make sure that they're hedging away the greatest uh, amount that they can uh, to make sure that those risks that you've identified in your financial plan ultimately don't come to fruition. So with that being said, you know, the markets, uh, I think, are are very challenging. Uh, That's not a Um, You know, we're not going out on a ledge and sharing something that you don't know a lot about, obviously, with the markets and what's going on. But if you think about it, luck can happen to anyone, right? And anyone can beat the market in the short term. I think, you know, a lot of times when you look at, you know, performance and you look at money managers, you know, is your performance, is your model, you know, can you show me what it did for the last five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? Can you show me what it's done, you know, year to date? Uh, a lot of people could get lucky, uh, especially in the short run. But I think when you look in the long run, good performance is the outcome of a good process with the touch of a little luck. The challenge that I'm seeing in the industry today, especially when I meet with um, you know just those that are not working with us, which is you know probably up fivefold in people who are reaching out. and I get it because of what's going on in the market. I wish I would have done a better job, um, you know, over the, you know, the years that I've been doing the radio show to get people to reach out prior to losing 10, 15, 20, 25%. But I'm doing the best that I can. But, you know, so we want to make sure ultimately that when you look at, you know, investing, that it's, it really is a data-driven process because everybody has opinions. Jamie Dimon came on the radio or TV rather and said, you know, another uh, easy 20% of the downside. Well, is that really what he thinks or what was the conversation like? You know, was it taken, you know, a snippet in in a much longer, you know, answer to a question from the reporter? So the reality is nobody knows. But when you look at long-term investing, it's not just about patience. It's also about finding the right consistent compounders, which are investments that are going to compound, and then monitoring them. I, I think, you know, when, when we hear long-term investing and we uh, look at, well, we don't want to worry about what the market's going to do today or tomorrow, it's more for the long-term. Well, that certainly is true, but that don't let that explain away or justify losing substantial amounts of money, especially in the fixed income space. And that's what we're seeing over and over again. So, you know, we'd love to answer any questions that you have. Uh, reach out to Paige today. Uh, she will set a time up for us to chat. Those calls are relatively uh, high level. You know, we just want to learn, you know, what you're doing, what uh, you like, what you don't like, what your concerns are. Are they being addressed? Are they not being addressed? And then we'll certainly share with you, you know, what we do and kind of our process. So you can reach out to Paige today at 630 630- 492-1912, 630-492-1912, and she'll certainly set that time uh, up for us to, to have the conversation. Because if you look at kind of numbers, right, everything we do is data-driven, and especially when it comes to investing. You know, since World War II, the S&P 500 has finished the year down 20% or more only three times, and you go back to 72, 2002, and 2008. The reality is, you know, this could be number four. Um, some people think that we're, you know, going to bounce back. Some people think we're not going to end up down. And, and so many people rely upon historical returns as a kind of indicator of what's going to happen in the future. So if you look at, you know, the market being down, you know, three times more than 20%, you know, the fall, fo- well, since World War II, the following years, the stocks have gained So does that mean then that, okay, well, you just have to sit and take it because ultimately, you know, the market's going to come roaring back? Or does that mean that, you know, maybe it's different this time. Maybe if you look at the last 13, 14 years of 15% annualized compounded growth, maybe, just maybe, when interest rates were, zero money was cheap businesses were spending the government was in, you know with the stimulus and in, in, in their balance sheet and buying bonds and you know maybe that is what propped that market up over you know that extended period of time so you're not a conspiracy theorist if you think well now in a lot of instances it's the exact opposite interest rates are going up money supply is tightening at least they're trying to tighten it they're trying to slow the economy is the fed ultimately going to kill the stock market So, you know, those are the challenges that we face. And when it comes to simply listening to an advisor who says, well, it'll come back, don't worry about it. Well, that should not be good enough. Because what I would ask then is, well, okay, well, are my equities fully invested or do we have cash that we can put to work at lower prices? Well, I mean, that's a real simple question. And for those clients who are down this year, like our you know, core growth model, we, you know, we call it our permanent active portfolios, our core model, uh, it's down this year. But if you have cash to put to work at lower prices, you're ultimately going to recoup that money uh, much faster than you know, just having to wait ultimately uh, for the markets to come back. And, and that's kind of the buy and hold philosophy. And the reality is buy and hold is good sometimes buy and hold is not good other times. So we don't care what market we're in. We wanna make money. The job of an advisor is to still try to generate positive returns regardless of what's going on in the market. And so one of my biggest concerns is the Fed. And the Fed has come out and said that they're gonna do all that they can to reduce inflation. And what does that mean? Well, people are trying to base investment decisions by reading minds. I don't know what's going to happen. People say the Fed's going to pivot. People say the Fed's going to stop until something breaks. Then they're going to stop and they're going to reverse course and this and that. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you could drive yourself crazy, you know, reading all of the what ifs and here's what I think is going to happen. And the reality is none of that matters. It doesn't matter what I think. doesn't matter what another advisor thinks. doesn't matter what somebody on TV thinks. it's, It's just all, you know, hypothetical what ifs. So what we have to make sure that we're doing when we construct a portfolio is make sure, number one, that if you have fixed income, what is your answer to recoup those losses? You can look at many of the total return bond funds, bond ETFs, bond mutual funds, they're down 15, 16, 17% this year. Uh, if you have longer dated you know, fixed income or bonds, uh, it could be down up to 30%. Think how long it could take you to recoup those losses. I mean, it, I, I'm meeting with people and talking with people that, you know, that are seeing real meaningful losses, not only in their equities, but on their fixed income, their bond side, the safe money, the quote unquote balanced side. And they're like, well, what gives? So we have to make sure that if you've lost money in fixed income, you have to have a strategy to recoup those losses. If interest rates continue to go up, it may take five years, seven years, 10 years uh, for you to recoup that money. So If you haven't talked about a repair strategy with your, you know, with anybody, you know, probably gonna be hard to go back to the person who lost you that money to have that conversation. Uh, Reach out to us, let's have the conversation, let's talk about it. Um, And and again, we're gonna share with you, you know, some strategies that we think that we can recoup that fixed income money, the safe money, uh, at a much more rapid pace than than, than currently what you're doing. So when we come back, uh, we're gonna talk about capitulation, what that is, what that's not, have we reached it? Schedule a call with myself, you can do that by reaching out to Paige today, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Also visit the website, Kuhncp.com, Kuhncp.com. More after the break.
0: Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you what do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm your host. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent, we're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to provide a profoundly different uh, investment management experience, whether it's financial planning, 401k management, uh, finan- uh, income cash flow planning, just looking at your investments, managing your investments. We have a very unique way of doing things. And if you have lost money, if you're not happy, if you've lost money, not only on the equity side, but the fixed income side, and you want to know why and you're not getting answers to your questions from who you're currently working with, if you don't have a um, recovery strategy inside of your fixed income investments because they're down so much, uh, I don't think you fully realize just how long that money could take to come back. Uh, let's have a conversation. We're having um fivefold the conversations that we had earlier in the year. I get it. I understand why. When the markets do what they're doing, a lot of people want to reach out. My job of as an advisor, as somebody that hosts a financial advice radio show uh, is really to try to make sure that you know we do our job. I do a better, I do better at my job candidly to allow you to reach out prior to losing money. So a lot of individuals think, well, there's nothing that we can do now. We have to sit and take it. It's the exact wrong way to think. Uh, yes, that is somewhat self-serving because we want to help out as many people as we can. But now, rather than be, you know, typically most people are so broadly focused when it comes to income, whether it's their equ- or their investments rather, whether it comes to equities or fixed income. Uh, now might be the time that we want to become a little bit more focused. A little more laser focused. Maybe own you know instead of the good and the bad equities or stocks or bonds of each index that we uh, own. Hopefully you know ones that mathematically data driven that show us that that gives us the best chance uh, for you to make money uh, regardless of what's going on in the market. So reach out to Paige. Uh, She'll set up a time for us to have a conversation this week. You could call her at six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve six three zero four nine two 1912 visit the website we're doing a lot of things with the website we want it to be simpler i'm a big believer in simplicity Uh, but you know don't take simplicity uh, we don't take that to the uh, investment strategy side one of the things that we hear over and over again uh, for those individuals um, who are interviewing new financial advisors that they're not content with their current strategy is that you guys definitely have many Uh, different types of strategies and it's going to take us a little bit of time to fully understand that and we're perfectly okay with that because our job is to make sure we craft a portfolio that again like i mentioned in segment one that hedges away the greatest risks that you face not what your neighbor faces not what the person down the street another family member but what you face and that's what we have to identify and then we want to bring strategies that can, you know, hedge away, at least to the greatest uh, ability, uh, those uh, those risks that you face. So 630 492 two nineteen twelve. She'll set that time up uh, with us to have that conversation. V- visit the website as well, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. So capitulation, uh, really interesting word. Um, you know, I was lucky enough, I think. Now that we're through it, to uh, live through the roaring late 1990s, when you were uh, hearing clients say, "Well, you're only up 20 percent, you're only up 30 percent, you're only up 50 percent," you know what could go wrong when you're hearing those kinds of responses from clients? Well, clearly a lot. Uh, you look at what happened, you know, with the the dot com crisis and the dot com bust, uh, where you know obviously the markets were down substantially. And then um, we lived through uh, 2008. Uh, those were very, very interesting times. Uh, and a lot of people today are asking, you know, do you believe like this is a 2008? And I you know, don't think so. Um, things certainly can change. Some things over in Europe happened, you know, within the last week or two that, um, you know, kind of make you wonder, you know, are we going to see that contagion? Are we going to see you know, the financial system um, come to its knees again. You know, there was a, it's reported there was a portfolio manager at uh, one of Germany's largest insurance companies that said it's a global margin call. I hope we survive. A lot of it clearly is because of what is happening with interest rates and and, and the rapid increase in rates. And that wasn't modeled out in a lot of, uh, you know, just these exotic or, I don't know if exotic is a good word, but let's just call it investment plans. Um, and models and, and, uh, and, and whatnot. And so, you know, do I think we're in a 2008? I don't as of today. Um, I think when you look at and it kind of leads into, you know, the, what we talked about uh, last segment, will the Federal Reserve kill the stock market? This is just my personal opinion. Take it for what it's worth. Um, I think the Fed has been very, very clear what their goal, what their mandate is, what they're going to continue to do. It's hard to second guess the Fed when they say over and over again, here's what we're going to do. Yet a lot of people are trying to do that. A lot of people are not believing what the Fed is going to do. You look at inflation, the only way to get inflation to where they want it to be is to potentially or potentially continue to raise rates. That's going to, it, it's just going to affect us in ways that we fully haven't grasped yet. And so, uh, is the Fed going to kill the stock market? I don't know. I, I think as long as the Fed, um, you know, as long as there's not any liquidity events with any major financial institutions, I don't necessarily think that, you know, the market being down 30% or 40% or down two, three, four years in a row uh, is really on their radar screen. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, I hear over and over again, has the Fed lost credibility? I mean, I mean, just in March, they were still buying bonds, buying bonds, meaning they're trying to stimulate the economy. And then here we are, you know, you know six, seven months later, and you know, it's, it's a totally different environment. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. I do think that, you know, the buy and hold, the 60-40 model, um, I think there's a tremendous amount of people who are hurt now by that. I think that, you know, when you're you're reaching out to somebody that you're working with and you ask them, you know, I'm down 20% or 15% or 25%, you know, on my fixed income, there's not a lot of good answers. And it's just kind of, we'll sit and wait. Well, you know, sit and wait on the equity side. Okay. Things are probably going to come back, you know, much more rapidly. Now, I don't think that's how you should manage money. I think there's much better ways to do it, especially with the tools that are available today, the mathematics, the models that can be built. Again, it's a data-driven process, and we can show you with our models exactly. It's all hypothetical because you weren't invested in it, um, but we can show you exactly what it's done year-to-date, what it's done the last three years, five years, seven years, 10 years, 20 years. We can look at the analytics. We can look at the equities that you, you would have owned. There's so much you can do today that just wasn't readily available that, you know, just the passive investing strategy of owning just the market, I think, is is, is going to be challenging. So, again, any questions that you have when it comes to investments, fixed income, equities, how do we recoup losses? How do I prevent, you know, the portfolio from going down? Let's talk about tax strategies. Let's talk about how to greatly reduce taxable income. Uh, give Paige a call. She'll set a time up for us to talk this week. You can call it 630-492-1912, 630. 492-1912. Uh, or visit the website. I know you've heard me say it over and over again, but we want you to, if anything we talk about resonates, uh, please just share the link of the show with uh, friends, neighbors, family members, co-workers, whoever needs to hear it. We're on a mission to help and uh, we're busy, busier, you know, than I probably have ever been. And you know, my 23, 24 year career, but that's okay. You know, our job is ultimately to help and we're here to help during periods like this. So K-U-H-N-C-P.com, K-U-H-N-C-P.com, click on the radio tab and then just share that, uh, that link. So let's uh, kind of go in a slightly different direction. Um, when we look at, you know, how to calculate your magic number, uh, what I consider a magic number is, is really twofold. First off, you have to have a magic number on returns that you need to make sure that ultimately you meet your goals and objectives and whatever those goals and objectives are. They're completely customized to you. It has nothing to do, again, I hear so many people think, you know, Rob, I've got X, is that good? Well, I don't know. I mean, to some people, it's, you know, phenomenal and unimaginable. And to some people, it's, you know, probably they they would say that, no, that's not good. So. What you have, what I have, what your neighbor has, it absolutely means nothing. So when we look at creating your magic number, we have to look at what return is required that so you can meet your goals and objectives in retirement. Is it cash flow? Is it buying, you know, a uh, new house, vacation home, traveling, whatever it is, you know, let's look at that and determine, you know, what is that rate of return that ultimately we need to do or we need to achieve. So that you can ultimately uh, reach your goals and and, and objectives. And then the second magic number is income. There, you know, so many people still have pensions. That's fantastic. You know, people have obviously social security, but a lot of instances, uh, whether you have 1 million or you have 500,000 or you have 10 million, at some point, many times you want to start to have those assets that you've acquired to pay you in retirement. And some people, they don't need that income from your portfolio. That's fantastic. doesn't mean that you should lose money, but that's fantastic that you don't have to sell. You're not forced to sell when the market's down. That's kind of a recipe for disaster. Um, But many times people who have, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars to three, four, five million dollars, somewhere in between there, they want to take income off of their portfolio. And the old school of thumb is 4%. Well, you know, I, again, these these basic analogies of things that sh- can just roll off your tongue, sell in May and go away. And I mean, all of these different types of analogies, there's issues with them. And again, they work until they don't work. So when it comes to your magic income number, how are you going to generate that? What strategies are we going to put in place today to ultimately, alloc- that allows us to allocate the least amount of capital resources to, for you to generate you know, that income number. And then that just really, you know, leaves more money to invest for, you know, future growth. But what is that number? And so when we look at calculating that, it's really simple when it comes to your number that you need. It's a financial plan. I mean, financial planning uh, is, you know, is really great. The reality is there's a couple main, you know, engines and companies that um, they're all driving from the same, kind of the same engine. And so the financial plan is important. It's something that we have to take a look at. It's something especially with what is going on in the market today that we may have to revisit, but that'll help us give you an idea of, okay, well, here's the rate of return that we have to have. And then when the income number comes, well, okay, what are we going to invest that can provide cash flow? What investments can we utilize to uh, get provide us with the maximum amount of cash flow? If we're in a sideways market for the next one to seven years, cash flow type strategies are going to become so, so important. Because again, we have to grow your money regardless of what's going on in the market. We just can't sit out for five years. We can't sit out for seven years. You know, God forbid, we can't sit out for 10 years. We still have to find strategies that uh, can cash flow uh, to grow your portfolio and then ultimately are going to cash flow your needs, you know, at a future date, whenever you start to have to pull that money. Or if you're taking cash flow today, is it the best cash flow strategy? Can we increase that cash flow while limiting the risk? So, lots of things to look at. Give Paige a call. Uh, she'll set a time for us to chat this week. 630 492 1912. 630 492 1912. Visit the website kuhncp.com. More after the break.
0: Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're a registered investment advisory firm, independent and a fiduciary. Everything that we do is to provide a profoundly different investment management experience, whether that comes to actually investment management and uh, simply trying to lose less so ultimately we can make more when the markets rebound, or if it's financial planning, if it's cash flow planning, it's tax mitigation, Uh, there's so much that we can do that um, uh, we just wanna share that message because I'm convinced more than ever that investors in that $100,000 to $5 million uh, area, just one, you're just getting cookie cutter type strategies. In many instances, there's very little tax planning, very little tax mitigation strategies. Um, you know, when it comes to cash flow planning, it's just very basic type strategies. And then obviously when the markets have done what they've done this year, well, you're down and, uh, what's the answer? Well, the answer is to sit and wait and ultimately it'll come back. And that's not a good enough answer for me. And it absolutely positively shouldn't give or be a good enough answer to you, especially if on your equity side that you don't have cash that ultimately is going to get put to work at lower prices. And then when the markets do rebound, you can recoup those losses much uh, at a much more rapid rate than, than a buy and hold strategy. So that being said, if anything that I've said today or on past shows, or if you've listened for a while and you now want to finally reach out, clearly now is the time to do it. Markets are what the markets are. Uh, many people you know, want to stem losses, stop losses, and then it's, okay, what's our repair strategy? Because what got you there? Uh, in the shape that you're in probably isn't going to get you to where ultimately you want to be. I understand it's very hard to talk to current advisors about that, Um, especially, you know, advisors are prideful people. So they want to justify why they were wrong or justify why it's okay to lose 15, 20, 30, 40% and be fully invested. That's the big key. Be fully invested. Um, You know, we're here to help. So call Paige. Uh, Paige will set a time for us to chat this week. The number is 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. You can also visit the website, Kuhncp.com, Kuhncp.com. We'll help you if you're willing to let uh, us do that. So we hopefully look forward to having a conversation. A lot of people are asking, what's the next shoe to drop? And I'm thinking, my goodness, you know, maybe we're we're in the very early stages of this current shoe, um, you know, dropping. And I get kind of the rationale of, uh, you know, we're all emotional. You know, some are more emotional than others. You know, risk and losses, you know, bothers, um, you know, some more than others. People, you know, it's, it's shown that risks hurt, um, you know, psychologically more than gains. But not everybody is that way. And so when we look at what the next shoe to drop is, I think we're still in, you know, this current shoe. I mean, I think we're in the very early innings. If we look at baseball, you know, a nine-inning game, you know, we still may only be in the second or third inning of, um, you know, a baseball game. And that is surprising to a lot of people. We've gotten uh, conditioned, you know, since 2009 to expect V-shaped recoveries. And what I mean by V-shaped recoveries is that you know the market's down pretty quickly and then it rapidly comes back and not only does it come back it continues to go much higher, so you know I think we're still worrying about what's the Fed going to do what's going to happen geopolitically you look at the risks of uh, I mean goodness I mean how do you calculate you know what's going on in, in uh, with Russia and Ukraine and you know what is going to happen with um, you know inflation and and, and, and housing. And so uh, what I have found is when you look at constructing a portfolio, if you have an investment that is protected in some form or fashion against loss, there's a tremendous amount of those strategies out there. There are strategies that protect 100% of your principal and there are strategies that protect a percentage of your principal, maybe 20%, maybe 30% on the downside. What I have found is when you have those strategies in place, People aren't necessarily as stressed out, as concerned with what is going on in ultimately the equity market. So the next shoe to drop, I think it's still the shoe that we're, we're, we're currently in. And, and it's still the situation that we're currently in. And that leads me to you know kind of my next you know thought process is, are we in denial? Are you in denial with your investments? I mean, you know, denial when it comes to investing is it's a lot easier not to look at statements when the market is down. I get it. Um, If that is the situation that you're in, you don't need to hear it from me, but your strategy probably is not the appropriate strategy for you. And I think when you look at the investing world, you look at the financial uh, advice industry, um, very few people can, or advisors can really address all three buckets in what I consider a very, uh, you know, kind of a a top tier strategy. You've got the growth bucket. What's your growth bucket? Is it just to buy and hold the market? Is it just to never sell? Is it to never raise cash? I mean, my goodness, if people weren't playing defense uh, in 2000 and currently, I mean, when are you going to play defense? And there's nothing that frustrates me more. And I'm sure it frustrates you as well. But when we hear people come on TV and they say these are phenomenal buying opportunities, well, okay, great. If you have a lot of cash or cash on hand or you've raised 20%, 50% or more of your equity money uh, based upon you know a data-driven process that has mitigated some of that downside, well, congratulations, you've mitigated the downside, but here's where the real payoff comes is when that money gets to put to work at much lower prices or current prices, and then we get a rebound. Well, that is how you're ultimately beating the market. You know, I don't necessarily think you beat the market by you know, finding the next Amazon, Apple, Google. I'm sure there's people out there that disagree. You're just better than I am. But I think that when we have a data-driven process that based upon what is going on in the market, that we can raise cash to protect further loss, but also to have it there to you know, get it, be put to work at lower prices so we can ultimately become more offensive in volatile periods. Well, that's a growth strategy in my opinion. So what's your growth strategy? Is it that comprehensive? Is that data-driven? Or is it, we're just going to buy the market? I mean, if you're going to buy the market, why are you working with an advisor? Seriously. I mean, you can go and do that on your own. Save the fee that you're paying. And if you're content with going up and down, up and down, well, you can certainly do that on your own. And then when we look at the other bucket, well, what's your protected growth bucket? That, to me, is a very, very important bucket today, especially. Um, I'm going to give you the number. If anything I you know referenced on the growth bucket, peaked an in interest, uh, call Paige. She'll set a time up. She's my assistant. She's fantastic. She'll set a time for us to talk this week. You can do that by calling 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. But in the protected growth and spend bucket, that's the bucket that is prop. You know, people are feeling the most pain today. I don't think it's a shock that you know the equities are down. I don't want you to get used to it. I don't want you to think that it's okay if you're fully invested. Losing money on the downside is going to happen in the equity markets. Absolutely, that's just what happens at times. But in, in our, like I said, our our models are down as well. But what I want you to look at inside of your portfolio is, do you have cash? Do you have a meaningful amount of cash? 10% is kind of just, you know, 10 to 15% as I sit here today is just kind of bottom of the barrel. Do you have 30%? Do you have 50% cash inside of your portfolio that can ultimately take advantage of these prices? If you don't, you really need to reach out to us uh, because in the protected bucket, so that where I was going with that was people are, have come to expect, you know, equity losses. Okay, fine. What is new to people are the fact that they're losing money in their bond portfolios, their fixed income portfolios, this quote unquote, safe money. You know, when you meet with an advisor and he says that they're managing risk because we have a balanced strategy. I mean, what in the world is a balanced strategy? I mean, you've got equities, you've got bonds. Well, arguably, you know, bonds, fixed income, call it what you want, could have been more risky than the equity side, uh, just where interest rates were and the anticipation of where they were going. So it's a shock to people's systems to see that a total bond ETF is down 16% or a long bond ETF is down 30% for the year. I mean, that is a challenge. And You know, my fear is that people will think, okay, fine, that's going to come back always like the equities do rapidly. Well, it could. I mean, certainly nobody knows, but I don't think that's going to be the case, especially if we're going to continue to see interest rate hikes, or if we're going to just, you know, get to a certain point where rates are then going to stabilize, you know, that is an issue. You know, maybe when you look at kind of fixed income holdings for some cash or some new money, these may be very attractive levels, but what about that client that had, you know, a hundred thousand dollars or $3 million and the advisor recommended, you know, because you were in retirement or within 10 to 15 years, or maybe not that long, 10 years to retirement, we think you should have a 30% allocation in bonds or a 50% or a 60% allocation in bonds. Well, now what? No, now you're down, you know, 15 to 30%. And if there wasn't a better option before that, you know, before when, you know, the bond market didn't crash and didn't do what it's doing, then you kind of just have to sit and take it. But there were better options. And it was very telegraphed what the Fed was going to do. Now, uh, you know, timing and to the extent that they were going to raise, nobody, you know, knew that. But everybody expected interest rates to go up. But yet advisors were still sharing with their clients because it was easy. You know, going to this bond money, this is your balance money. This is money that, you know, is going to you know, be a stabilizer in a portfolio if the markets drop. Well, you know, how'd that work for you? You know, now it's down, you know, 15, 20, 30%. And I don't want, unless you're managing the money and you made those decisions, well, you know, you have to look you know, in the mirror. I mean, you were the decision maker, but the majority of the people who are working with advisors who've experienced that, that's not you. That's not your problem. That's not, something that you can be held accountable for um but here we are and um you know so are you in denial with your investments i know i started the segment with that and are you in denial with how fast they'll come back are you in denial with your bond money and the fact that it's down 15 to 30 percent? you know how quickly that could come back because that's you know generally speaking not going to rebound like stocks and that is going to be a drag on your portfolio especially if we're in a volatile period over the next you know one three five seven years uh, there's a better way and there's a better way to recoup those losses there's a better way that you can have um, kind of that stability that the bonds provide but you can have more upside and those are the things that that we want to make sure that we're conveying that those strategies exist and um, you know again, you know, that's what we do every day. Those are the conversations that we have with potential clients, you know, throughout the week. And like I tell everybody that we meet with, my job isn't to say what you're doing is wrong. My job isn't to say, whether you're managing the money on your own or not. I mean, my job's not to say what you did is wrong. My job is to say, what did you think you had? And what was it, you know, uh, what were the risks you were trying to hedge away against? Most people. That's a new question to, to most people because many advisors don't talk in those terms. And then my job is to prevent you. Well, I think my job is to prevent further losses and then a, rec- uh, you know, a strategy that we can re- much more rapidly recoup those portfolio losses. So if you want to have a conversation this week, please reach out to Paige. Uh, she'll set a time for us to talk this week. You can do that by calling 630 630- 49219126304921912 uh visit the website as well kuhncp.com kuhncp.com last segment is coming right up
0: hoping is good knowing is better you are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that investors today want to find outcomes not investments that simply track the stock market up and down Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name.
1: Welcome back. This is the last segment, man, does it go fast. Uh, I love it though. I, I know sometimes I get on my soapbox and I understand that uh, maybe you don't agree with it or maybe you find it annoying and uh, and I apologize, but I think our job uh, is so important because what is going on uh, is uh, challenging and there are a lot of investors uh, that are very concerned and very worried. And my job is to let them know that uh, it's okay. I understand, and let's get to work, and let's make sure that uh, we can, you know, put a strategy in place that is different than what got you to where you're at today. Because uh, we want to stop losses, and then if we stop losses, we want to recoup those losses, and and then grow the money because it's it's going to continue. This isn't going to be the last time. Uh, markets could be up five thousand tomorrow, you know, hypothetically. And uh, you know, if you look at retirement, uh, twenty to thirty year retirement. Uh, we're going to have six, seven, 10, 15 more of these, these situations. And uh, so it's, it's, it's very important that uh, you know, we do what we do. And uh, hopefully you find uh, some education and you uh, learn something because that is ultimately my goal. So with that being said, my name is Robert Kuhn. I am the host of this show. If you're just joining us today, uh, welcome. And you can reach out if you'd like to schedule a time for us Uh, to chat this week. Uh, We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Uh, We do look at the world differently. Uh, We want to make sure that we uh, don't need a positive market or interest rates going down to see our portfolio values grow up or go up rather. Uh, But again, if you want to reach out to us and have a conversation with us, no question is too big or too small. Um, We're doing a lot of you know, 401k management, um, you know, that is new to many people. You can have your 401ks professionally managed. Um, if you're still working, that is probably something that you should look at. Uh, but any question finance related, please call Paige. Paige will set a time for us to chat this week. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Uh, or visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. And um, we'll certainly, um, you know, look forward to uh, learning more about what it is you're doing, what your thoughts are, what your concerns are, and learn what's happened this year, what's happened the last three years, five years, seven years, 10 years. And really make sure that, you know, again, as we talked about a lot in the first segment, that the job of any advisor, if, you're pro- if they're providing financial advice, uh, is to identify and learn what your biggest risks are to your ultimate financial security. Uh, to some, that's cash flow. To some, that's not growing fast enough. To some, that's uh, leaving a legacy the most tax-efficient way possible. You know, there's just so many different you know risks that um, everybody's going to face, and those are truly individualized. And once we identify those, then we want to do the best we can to hedge away the risks of that uh, materializing. I mean, think about it. When you look at kind of, you know, risk management and you look at wealth management, whatever it's called, um, you know, the last, you know, 13, 14 years, it's been easy. And, you know, markets have, you know, compounded at, you know, 10 to 15% a year. Um, You know, everything is, you know, my strategy is perfect, market's going up. Well, I'm afraid that, you know, the market doing what it did has really, masked a lot of potential issues in your portfolio. And here we are now and people, you know, want some answers. And uh, so we're spending a lot of time uh fixing what should not have uh well, which was not, you know, fixed correctly, you know, when you started uh your current plan and whatever that plan was. So 63049219126304921912 page. will set a time for us to chat this week and I'll do the best that I can. At um, you know answering any questions that you have, and then if you want to take it to the next step, then we'll you know do a complimentary portfolio review. Um, yes, I'm probably certain it's down, um, but but why is it down? That's what we want to look at. You know, we want to look at the fixed income, we want to look at the equity. Why? What should have been in place for you to mitigate, minimize you know the losses that you've experienced? There are strategies that are down you know five percent for the year. And, I mean, again, we believe in data-driven decisions, data-driven processes, data-driven investment management, data-driven financial screens to identify, you know, companies to own. You can't wear out a stock or a bond. There are good times to own a stock. There are good times to own bonds. There are bad times to own stocks, and there are bad times to own bonds. Sometimes, you know, Apple's a great investment. Sometimes it's a terrible investment. As a company, I mean, I like it. If you're not an Apple person, well, then, you are you know, look at Android or look at Google. And, you know, it's the same thing uh, holds true there. Just because a company is a good company, it's a company that you like. It's a company that you like the products. It's a company that you've, you know, you're in their ecosystem, so you can't get out of their ecosystem. Well, that doesn't mean that it's a good investment. And I think that's the biggest mistake from financial advisors, is they just get in this philosophy or they have this philosophy that you don't need to change or you don't need to own investments that ultimately, you know, um, display the best risk reward. In valuation, you know, people ask a lot of times, well, two things, you know, are you worried? No, I'm not worried. I I am. I, I mean, other than I'm paid to worry, right? But if we're doing our job for our clients, which is, Crafting strategies in place that we believe will hedge away their, their their biggest what ifs or their biggest unknowns, then you know we feel like we're doing our job. Um, so yes, I'm paid to worry because you know I don't want to say that I'm not worried because I mean we are okay. But when I know we have the right plan in place, that certainly allows me a level of comfort to know that you know we're doing all we can to protect your what ifs valuation. And I mean, if you, and I haven't seen a study out there, but you know, uh, like it, but when you look at valuation value, you, the listener are really good in almost all areas of your life of deciding is something expensive or not. You can tell, well, is my, is this house overpriced? Is the car overpriced? Is the sweater overpriced? Is the food overpriced? Whatever. That's just valuation. You know what you think it's worth. And then what's the real, you know, what, what, what is the real value? But when it comes to investing, you know, valuation just gets thrown out the window. Well, I mean, and advisors are the worst about it. You know, well, if I own Apple, well, it's a great company, right? So it's okay to explain to my clients. Well, that doesn't mean it's a good investment. So when you look at managing the equity side, the investment side, so many people turn to mutual funds or ETFs. And I don't know, it's so hard when you look at the fees inside of funds and then fees that advisors charge you have to make sure that they justify ultimately the long-term returns but when you look at mutual funds for example it was a shock to many people in the early 2000s when a lot of the funds were down but yet you still got a 1099 you still got a, a 1099 that shows you had a gain inside of your investment but wait my money's down i mean if you own mutual funds today you, you really need to be proactive before, uh, you know, a lot of those uh, gains, and, and many have gains, many have gains embedded still, even though the market's down before those are distributed. So again, a little niche, it's a, it's a little thing, but in this market, um, you know, little things add up to big things. So six three oh four nine two nineteen twelve. Six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve. 1912 Paige will set a time for us to talk this week if you have any questions. I just remembered um, I didn't get to the third bucket in uh, the last episode. So we had the growth bucket. We had the protected income bucket or spend bucket. And then we had also the opportunistic bucket. That opportunistic bucket is so critical. And it's like, you know, not good to, you know, trade. It's not good to have short-term gains. I mean, when you make money, when you sell a house and you say, I made 20%, does somebody say, well, how long did you own the house? You know well, though that's not really a good 20% because you just bought it and fixed it up and then flipped it. And, and it, you know when it comes to investing, it's like, does it really matter if the investment was short term or long term? I mean, tax wise in the taxable account, it certainly could, but it, there's still gains that you're paying, right? I like to pay gains because if you're paying gains or I like to pay taxes because you're paying taxes, you're seeing obviously you know good gains. But that opportunistic bucket, very few advisors are good at it. And again, they're good, not good at it, because most of the time, nine out of ten is would be my anticipation. Is it's gut feel? We don't believe in gut feel. We believe in data. We believe in identifying, you know, six hundred and fifty some odd data points of a company, of an industry, of of uh, you know the S and P five hundred or the small, you know, Russell two thousand that can identify which companies are selling at a cheap valuation. Which means technically, well, not technically, but it means that ultimately, you know, if they're selling it at a cheap valuation because of what the markets are going to, you know, are down and then ultimately they go up, well, then you're going to make money. And, you know, but again, all of this talk of long-term, 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 well, I mean, Wall Street is long-term, long-term, long-term. Why? Well, they want to convince people that it's okay to lose 20% of your equity money or your fixed income money so they get their fees. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, that's, that's just not okay. So the opportunistic bucket, you know, we have a a strategy in place, uh, that we, we utilize, um, you know, we have a limited partnership, general partnership, uh, strategy, uh, that is fantastic. And then we also have, for those that don't uh, qualify for that, um, you know, a, a strategy that we can do for anybody of any net worth. Um, but that is very critical today. Volatility creates opportunity. Now, should it be hundred percent of your portfolio? No, but does it mean it should be zero? Well, absolutely not. What about ten? What about fifteen? What about twenty percent? What if you could make money, you know, just on an energy trade? And you look at where oil was trading in the mid seventies, and now it's, you know, wherever it ends up, you know, ninety-two dollars a barrel or in the high eighties. I mean, there are so many investments that if you look at, you know, fundamentally, and then you look at technically. Um, and they present themselves as you know positive uh, near-term investments that you know that you can make money on. and those could help mitigate your losses on your equity side and your fixed income side. So again, you know it's a little tangent that i I, I got on here a minute ago. I didn't expect to, but that's kind of the three buckets. We want growth, data driven, um, mathematical, and making sure that we're still Owning companies, not backward looking, but forward looking based upon 600 plus data points that provide us, the clients, with the best chance to uh, succeed. So take all that for what it's worth. I know sometimes I get going and uh, hopefully you find value in everything that we do. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, We've been very busy. That means something we say is resonating with individuals. Uh, we're educators at heart. We're here to not tell you what you're doing is wrong. We're here to listen. We're here to um, really just try to educate you on uh, strategies that you uh, may have preconceived positive or negative uh, you know, thought processes of. And um, just share with you what we're doing. At the heart of everything we do, we want to make sure that we've identified or somebody has identified your Individualized greatest risks to whatever your goals and your objectives are, and then we want to help you craft a plan that can minimize uh, those uh, risks and try to do all we can to hedge away, you know, the uh, the significant unknowns and what ifs to affecting ultimately your, um, you know, your goals and objectives, whatever those are. So, last time, uh, if you want to talk this week, call Paige. Uh, Paige is fantastic. She'll set a time up for us to talk. Also visit the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Until next week, have a great week.
0: This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal accounting or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners, Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims-paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented.